0: I'm Judy Carter with Jason Medberry, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love in COVID. (laughs) You know, we're repeating some of the things we talked about, but like you said, when we say in COVID, because that has
1: friggin' changed everything. A lot of implications when you're talking about stuff we used to do back when things were normal, quote unquote, and then how things have to be adapted in the time of COVID-19. You know,
0: I I saw, I don't know if you saw that documentary called Antisocial about um, how Uh, the creators of Facebook and Twitter, and uh, they do not let their children on social media because the very thing they've created has become a monster changing lives and and creating depression and all sorts of things, especially once they created that like button. Mm. But something they said really floored me, Hmm. and that was that processors and algorithms have accelerated um, so many percentages that, you know, billions Mm. of percentages, right? Yeah. And the human brain is so much slower. Mm, Yes. On catching up.
1: Yeah. computationally, we think slower. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so with all the changes, um, many of us are lagging behind Mm. and, uh, well, this started off by my sense right now of just the, pl- do you remember? Um, <laughs> maybe people don't remember this because I'm so old right now, but it was, it, it, <laughs> as opposed you're, tomorrow yeah, I was I about to tomorrow. You're younger. so old
1: right now. Okay. Right now.
0: Well, I'm feeling old right <laughs> but now. Next but next week
1: I, you'll be much younger.
0: I don't know. Do you remember the plate spinning act? It was, it was a guy oh, yeah. who, um, it was mostly on television when they had variety shows mm-hmm. And he had like six, seven, ten sticks, something like that. Yep. And then he spun plates. And you watched him run around from one plate to the next. And and then you go, oh, my God, this one plate at the end is good. He's not going to get there. And he gets there. Yep. And he's just rushing around. And that's exactly what I'm feeling. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are feel- feeling this, is that... Oh, my God, I've got to answer all these emails. Oh, my God, I have work to do online. Oh, my God, there's my kids wanting something else. There's somebody else wanting. Oh, my God, the mortgage company didn't get my check. Oh, there's taxes to do. It's like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, and then you have that one thing, Mm -hmm. that one thing that just brings everything down. And in my case, that one thing that brought everything down was literally a tree that brought everything down. <laughs> <of> <laughs> I own a building with people living in it, and a tree fell on it. It was a seven-story tree, and it fell through the roof, uh. and um, actually just demolishing not just the roof, but through the ceiling of where someone lives,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is a <laughs> a nurse. Oh, she's a nurse at the VA hospital. Uh. And... And... That has toppled me as well as my building, mm-hmm. where i'm I'm just waking up at three in the morning going, "Oh, my God, forget about living the purpose of my life. I just need to keep these plates spinning mm-hmm. because when one of them drops or one of them's ignored, it crashes to the ground, mm-hmm. and then there's a huge cleanup mess. yeah. So you're so good at this, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of a lot of you are probably feeling the same. I love to hear from you mm-hmm. <laughs> about what you're going through with COVID, but this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And, um, you
1: know, what are some ways
0: to deal with all those spinning plates?
1: Well, the first thing you have to realize is that, especially, I liked how you brought up social media and the internet at the beginning, because a lot of people are now having to transfer their life to a virtual life, the online. And you have to remember that online life is far more compressed in time than we'll just call it physical life. And here's what I mean by that. So let's say you're a salesperson or you work in a business or something like that. You had your morning commute. You went and you talked to clients. and Maybe you drove to their offices or maybe you did more phone calls or maybe you did more face-to-face meetings or things like that, or your job required you to go onto different floors of your building, all sorts of things. But in the process of traveling, you're giving yourself little breaks, little mental breaks that are like, okay, from here to here. I get in the car, I drive. Maybe I can take a phone call, maybe a thing. Or we sit down and have a meeting. It's a little bit more relaxed. We have a scheduled time. We go down the hall and the room, whatever yeah. the case may be. We now have donuts. you're in virtual have world. Donuts. Yeah. yeah. Now you're in a virtual world where everything. Instantaneous call is right now. Email is right now. Zoom call right now. Everything. There's no getting up. There's no walking down the hall. There's no changing. There's no getting in your car. There's no commute. There's no no. So now, the ten tasks over the course of the day have become six thousand tasks over the course of the day because there's no time in between. There's no travel time. Travel time has vanished. So everything got more intense and jumps right on top of your face. So now things in your schedule, in your calendar, feel like they're all right on top of you all the time because all it takes is one click to a new email and I have to do that, click, I have to do that. Oh no, oh wait, oh, oh I just got a text, oh I just got. So you find people who, are, who, are, who aren't used to living in that digital world, in that digital virtual Ooh. environment completely just getting crushed down and, and just being like, okay, it's just over what there's just so much going on. And you feel like you have to deal with everything right now. One of the biggest advantages of people who work at home, who run their own business, who do that, who, who have who were living sort of in that digital world before COVID hit, they're having a much easier time to transition. Who are
0: those people? Well, like you know, like well, what, like cocaine addicts? Or?
1: <laughs> no, but what it crystal is is meth? when you lived more virtually, you began to decide priorities in the stuff you're doing. You have to make sure that you understand that you're in the proper mindset that says, okay, even though it's the next email, it doesn't have to be done right now. Even though it's the next this, it doesn't have to be. Just because I saw it doesn't mean I have to immediately or, jump to it. And what about what about breaking news? Yeah, well, yeah, there's that too. Oh, yeah, and especially now when, like, we're right before a crazy election. We've got every media outlet, every politician, and every friend and neighbor is screaming for attention about opinions because they think the world's going to end or this is going to happen or this may. be. Th- Here's the thing. You're drinking out of a fire hose. So, of course, it feels like you're going to drown. So let's go back to the guy who spins the plates. Let me ask you this, Judy. Does he start all six plates at the same time? No. No, he doesn't. He sets up one stick. He sets up another stick. He sets up his sticks first. His foundations, because he doesn't set up a stick, spin a plate, and then go and set up another stick. There's already six or ten sticks already out. They're already in place. And then he starts with one plate. And once he gets that one going to a good enough speed where it can hang out on its own, he moves to the next one. Oh, yeah. Only when it's moving on a a speed that it can maintain. It can maintain and maintain its position on that stick. You don't spin Ooh. it, then immediately put on another plate and spin that one, and this one's already wobbling, and this one's over here. You have to do things in chunks, in pieces. And we've talked about, you know, compartmentalization. I have, I may even have an unhealthy approach to compartmentalization because I compartmentalize everything. But if you are feeling overwhelmed and you are spinning a thousand plates and all of them feel like they're all wobbling and about to fall then compartmentalization is your number one priority. You have to be able to segment out all of your tasks, all of your things, and you have to be able to prioritize them. One of my biggest problems with people who are trying to create and live on purpose and do all this stuff when they've got a bunch of ideas is they think everything is a number one priority. Uh, I used to get really pissed off at my business partner about this because he would whoever called was the most important person. So if he was working on something and the phone rang, whoever was on the other end of that line was the most important person at that moment. So as he got phone calls and text messages throughout the day, everything was priority one because no one ever got shifted down to a lower priority. No one ever said, oh, sorry, this is gonna to have to wait because this, this is in front of it. Or let me put you on my calendar so that I can get you to where I need to be. It was, if you got to me, you were the most important person in the world. Yeah,
0: it's it's like the way cats are, yeah. isn't it? It's like squirrel, I mean dogs, I guess, yeah. dogs and cats, but it's like, I'm doing this
1: task, but sharpening my clock, squirrel. Yep. And it's like, bam, go make a U-turn. Yeah, it's like people who work with the TV on in the background, and then a news report comes on and suddenly they go huh and they look over and now their whole life is that news report because they've allowed that into their life and they go by the you know a system of belief that whatever gets to me in that moment is the most important thing so
0: and social media i mean in in that documentary mm. anti social that's what they commented on that there is so much energy and effort being put into these tasks on social media that have nothing to do with reality.
1: Mm, In the
0: end, it's meaningless.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, oh, you want to talk about first things first in, in a social media? It's a feed. It's a literal feed. It never stops. It's infinite. It goes on forever. And every time you refresh, there's something new to look at. So, of course, it's highly addictive. It's highly... And if you're someone who has not mastered the ability to compartmentalize and prioritize, then you could be a slave to it instantaneously, because it's feeding the two things you want, which is new information and new attention, constantly given at a rapid pace. So, so first two things is compartmentalization, break down everything up into its individual pieces, and then prioritize them from top to bottom. The other thing you have to think about as well is After you've compartmentalized, after you have, you know, set out the priority, is you have to start chunking out the work, and being realistic about it. A while ago, we talked about, I think we, you and I had a call about uh, just about productivity, just on our own, and I gave you some productivity things about like putting each task on its own sheet of paper. Making lists that you are making sure that you're crossing things off so you know when something is done. Yeah, and left
0: can alone? I can I talk about that yeah, just absolutely. for a moment, Jason, to remind myself and also give these tips because they were so invaluable mm. um, valuable, right? Invaluable doesn't make it either way. Not valuable I think okay, good. It. <laughs> it just sounded weird. Um, well, okay, you told me to get this gadget that was a literal, um, timer.
1: Yes. That, the octagonal um, timer. Just I just turned
0: see. it, and um, and it counted down whatever I wanted, 60 minutes, mm-hmm. 30 minutes. And I went, oh, I have a timer on my iPhone. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. But it was putting my phone away. Yes. Um, um, which was helpful. And just doing the time and go, okay. And then I take a whole sheet of paper, and I write one task on it, another task. Mm-hmm. So maybe I have six sheets of paper of what I have to get done today. Yep. And I put the estimated time it's going to take me. Mm-hmm. So let's just say I have hundreds of emails. i got to empty my email box out. Well, you know what? You could chip away at it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm gonna give a half hour to my email, thirty minutes. And whatever I've done, I have done, and after that, I'm not going to keep responding to every email that mm-hmm. comes in. So that was very helpful. And actually I started with maybe a thousand emails and using that I'm now down to twenty and almost done. <laughs> you know, almost almost to a zero. So that's really good. So that was that was really good. It was like, what is the order? What are the tasks and how much time? Mm-hmm. And um Oh my God, that's that's been so great. And especially when I'm really tired. Mm. Um, that has been helpful to schedule in a nap during the day. Why well, yeah. don't take an hour? And I set, so it's like setting a timer, not only for tasks, but things that feel good. Yes. So, so then it becomes um, um, judgment neutral, so mm. I don't hate the timer, telling me to, you know, it's not my, you know, slave tasker, mm-hmm. right? Because it's telling me to take a nap now. It's telling me to have lunch. Mm-hmm. It gives me a certain time. And and especially since a lot of us who used to work um, um, with our boss regimenting our day yes. and when we do things and when lunches and, oh, when are you taking lunch? Okay, why don't we meet downstairs and, you know, you know at this time. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, we were more with other people. But with accountability. But now we don't have accountability. And to have it to yourself, this timer thing was great.
1: Yeah. And so so just let me really quickly go over kind of the psychology behind that system in case for people who don't know. So the reason you want to get an external timer is exactly what what you said, Judy. You don't want it on your phone. Your phone is one of your time vampires. It has endless notifications. It has pop-ups. It has things that you like appearing on it all the time or other things that are going to stress you out appearing out all the time. So you got to be able to get your phone somewhere else. So that's why I recommend getting a separate physical timer that is not connected to your phone. The type of timer we're talking about is an interval timer or... uh, So basically... Uh, they have these octagonal timers, and each uh, mm-hmm. side of the octagon has a different time listed on it, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, that kind of stuff. When And then you say, all right, I've got a 60-minute task. You turn the timer up so it says 60 minutes. It counts down from 60 minutes, and when it's done, you're done. The other thing about the single sheet of paper... Some people who don't do a lot of to-do lists have a tendency to lose their minds when they start putting a to-do list together because a to-do list can start turn into like this avalanche of, oh, I got to do this and oh, and this and this. And oh, God, I don't oh, this oh, and blah, 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 And it just creates this this thing on a sheet of paper that you can't even read. It's just this terrifying mop. And it doesn't help you get organized. It just helps you freak out more. So the single sheet of paper is, when I am on this task, since it is just one task with an estimated time on one sheet of paper, that's the only thing I'm looking at at that moment. I'm not looking at that and my phone and Sunday. And the, I'm not looking at that and 16 other tasks. I am looking at the one thing I need to do right now, and nothing else. And I've got a timer that's going to dictate how much time I'm going to spend on it. So that's kind of how those The reason why you do those things. So another big thing that we're pointing out, because we talked about compartmentalization, organization, and hierarchy. We talked about this strategy right here of delegate, you know, delegating time and individual stuff. Here's the crazy thing. You have to have time to do that part of it. A lot of people do not schedule in their schedule organization time. One of my biggest things that I used to do, which I don't really do anymore because because of COVID and things have changed, is I used to spend Sunday as my prep day. I would put three hours just to prepare what the next week was gonna look like. What does my calendar look like? What are the things I'm gonna have to do? I should just do a brain dump and dump out all the things that I need to do on one sheet of paper and then break those things up into single sheets. If you are not putting into your schedule the time to actually organize then you're not going to be able to do all this stuff that's why businesses have supervisors and managers their job is to organize and maintain while everyone else is working but you're a professional creative, you're working on your own, you don't have a manager, you don't have a supervisor watching over you, so you have to put in your admin time, you have to put in your management time, you have to put in your uh, you know, your personal time, your relaxation time, your holiday, all of that stuff. You don't have, like Judy, just like you said earlier, you don't have a boss, you don't have a manager, you don't have an owner telling, dictating to you what your compartments are and how you're going to use them that's your job. So you are—you now have the job of multiple people, so you have to put that time in in order to achieve the things you want to achieve.
0: Oh, yeah, and it's hard to do when you're overwhelmed, and that's why I really think one of the most important things to schedule in when you're doing all of this is your time. Yes. Um, because... You know, I mean, it's cliche to say now, but, you know, as the airlines put on your oxygen mask before assisting others, mm. because I've made so many terrible decisions because I was way too tired mm. to make that. And I said these words, which were not in my best interest. Okay, just fine. If that's what you want, yeah. fine. Oh. <laughs> right? And that's negotiating some big contracts because mm-hmm. I just was aggravated and I wanted to go away. Yes. And, and so um, that's really a problem. And... You know, I just want to say this other thing is about um, plate spinning that that you helped me with a lot, mm. and it's really, really weird because a lot of people go, "Well, I need an app to help me with organization, and I need this and I need that." And what you suggested to me on this project was so simple. I'm recording my book for Audible, and is and we all have these projects where we I'm doing it this weekend, and we do it for Saturday, maybe Sunday morning. And then a month goes by and we forgot to get back to it,
1: (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're not human. Do you, does this happen to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, especially if I haven't actually done any organization time, I've just made the decision. Oh, I just got to knock that out this weekend. I'll do that where I'm like, oh yeah, well I can't do that. So I'll just knock it out all this weekend, even though I know In the back of my mind, this type of work is probably going to take a lot more time than just a weekend. And also, should I be rushing this thing all just to knock it out so I don't have to worry about it? You know, you got to eat the elephant. You got to do it a bite at a time. So those organization days are huge because it says, okay, (laughs) this is the big thing I have to do. Let me chunk it out over a period so I can still get because the other the other alternative is it's an emergency. You have, so, you have a deadline on Monday morning to an agent, so it's a manager, a producer, so somebody else, a client of some kind. And you just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And now your weekend is completely shot because now you don't have enough time to do what you need to do. You're going to race through it. It's not going to be your best work. And right. you're going to kill yourself a little bit because you... If you would have scheduled it out and chunked it out, there would have been breaks. There would have been personal time. There would have been there would be a contingency screw up plan. Exactly. <laughs> there would have been places in case uh, but when you go, "Oh no, I just got to knock it out the weekend before and turn it in Monday yeah. morning."
0: Well, that's when it all falls apart. But yeah, so with this thing, it was I felt like such an idiot, Jason, because what you recommended to me to do was so simple and yet <laughs> I didn't do it. And once I did this very simple thing, um, I never lost track. I could keep it, keep it going. So with the project, I just had in a simple Word document a list of everything I need, needed to record. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything. Yep. Just made that list. And <laughs> this sounds so stupid, but as I did them, I uh, did strike through. through the lettering right just strike through and how friggin' simple is that Mm -hmm. but now if i miss a couple days i open that document okay that's where i'm at boom and my productivity on this i mean you've seen it in terms of what i've been sending you has increased so much because now i'm just getting done and also um not just that but you're you're sending me things in small doses, Mm -hmm. right? Five files at a time. Mm -hmm. And I go, well, I can't do a whole book. But I could do five files.
1: Exactly. I can't write my whole novel, but I could do maybe 200 words today. I can't come up with my, I can't work on my painting or my other, you know, visual creative project, but I can, I can't finish it today, but I can work on it for 30 minutes, 45, an hour. You know, what is the old saying about if you just spend one hour a day working on your uh, expertise in five years, you're the best person, you know, in the, what is it? You're the best person. In your business, and then in 10 years, you're the best person in the nation, you know? And all it is, is just one hour a day. You're not doing it for 16 hours over the weekend all at once, and so you don't have any time to do anything personal or fun or, you know, take care of yourself. You're saying, all right, let me just do a little chunk right now, a little chunk right now. And if you can get that methodology down, then you can get one plate spinning, then you can get the next one spinning, the next one, next one... Until you have everything done that you need to get done.
0: So, you know, limit your plates yes. first of all. Yes, I just want to and say, set limit up your, your sticks plates. first.
1: Don't start spinning your plates before your sticks are set up.
0: Set up your sticks.
1: Organize, Meaning compartmentalize. Set,
0: set up, you know, a, one a kind of plan whether you're going to do what Jason. Jason Jason. Jason. Jason says, um, which is put each task just on a real piece of paper. Because then, you know what's good about that? I, uh, You know, because of all these apps that we have and organizing all our stuff. I don't find they work. Um, because by just writing a task um, in a marker on a piece of paper, it's, it exists in the real world. Yes. It already exists in the real world. I've taken a step to manifest it. So there it is already. And it somehow means nothing when it's something I could delete that task now. And I love doing this when I finish it and I set my timer and I finish that task. Mm-hmm. I crumble it up, yes. row it. And I got to tell you, there's pleasure. Yes. In that. No,
1: there is so much gratification in the physicalization of a completed task. Oh, the ability to go, that's done, <laughs> you crumble it yeah. all up, throw it in the trash. Oh, I forget which writer it was. I read a, I forget which writer, some famous writer, who, when he had to do his, his edits of his books, he'd write his rough draft, and they'd always be hundreds of pages too long, and then he'd have to edit it down. He would go out to his cabin, and all the pages that he'd have to get rid of, he wouldn't mark them off on the piece of paper. He'd burn them. He'd physically burn them and say, "This page is gone now." I am <laughs>
0: well. Burning we're in California. We
1: have we have enough smoke. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Gonna say, but, um, let's not start a forest fire with all the yeah, stuff. but what I'm saying is, if you can bring it into the physical, the 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 joy you're going to get from completing tasks is going to be a lot more than just clicking a button on an app.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, just in sum up, yes. let's just go through it. It is, uh, let all the plates crash. If you're overwhelmed like I am, just let them crash. Mm -hmm. Build yourself a new structure of making a list. How much time is this going to take? What little piece of it do I need to do? Mm -hmm. And in your day, no, you can't get everything done, but you can chip away at the smaller Chunks as long as you also, along with the tasks that you have to do, schedule yourself some you time for your special gift. Go to the messageofyou.com. That's the messageofy.com and get your free one-year subscription to the message of you university, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's the message